ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. What does it mean to move in a world that doesn't feel like it was made for you? And if that's what you're experiencing, how do you make people respond to what you do instead of who you are? Lisa Proud is a dancer, performance artist and choreographer who's performed in Australia and Europe and she was born with achondroplasia, so she doesn't look like a lot of other dancers. In Lisa's latest show, I am, in brackets, not, close brackets, this body, she's inviting audiences into her experience and exploration of her own body and what it can do in this world. Lisa, thanks for coming into Life Matters. Hi, thank you. I understand you always loved dance from when you were really little, but tell us how the path to taking it up professionally went, because it was a bit windy, wasn't it? It was very, very windy. Like I did um, ballet classes when I was five, um, but they weren't pursued because we had a very large family and this was back in the 70s one income so I didn't um, my parents didn't put me into any more ballet classes but I always loved it and excelled in it when we did it for sport at PE quote marks around Uh, sport yes Um, and then my children went to a, a drama and dance school and they offered adult classes so I joyously went there And then I joined um, Weave Movement Theatre and did some pieces with with them. And uh, they offered a workshop with the wonderful Yumi Umiyamare and she taught us some buto. And within that, I just found my dance. I found the dance that suited my body and then everything exploded from there. Okay, so there's a few things in there I want to ask you about. What was it like going back as an adult into this thing that you loved, but, you know, you, your body had changed since then, got a bit older? Oh, it, it, was, it was joyous. It was, oh, yes, this is what I want to do. This is what I love doing. And I was, I was quite fit and healthy um, at the time. I've always loved looking after my body. And um, I was running every day, every other day. I was going to the gym, so felt fit and healthy. And but to to move just with with joy was was just wonderful. And I can't believe that at this age I am doing what I have always wanted to do. Yeah, it's that yes that you said. It's yes. like a big yes that your body says, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Doing the right thing. Yeah. Tell me a bit more about Buto and why that spoke to you so strongly. Um, Buto for me, encouraged me to really explore my own body's natural movements, and and so when within that, I found the dance that existed within me. I think when people think of dance, they think of choreographed moves, five, six, seven, eight on the beat and certain technique. But with this, it was it was exploring the fabric of my body. And that's what I loved so much about it. Okay, so it wasn't something that was being imposed externally. It was something you were finding and expressing. That's right, yes. Yumi Yumi would give us some provocations, 
and we would simply explore those and do quite long improvisations. So it was, it enabled me to find movement pathways that I'd I'd never even thought about. So I just I just loved it. I just remember that day as clear as a bell and. It was like coming home. We're speaking with Lisa Proud, who's a dancer, performance artist, choreographer. She also has dwarfism, uh, which makes you stand apart, I guess, from a lot of the way that we assume dancers' bodies look like. Mm. You mentioned, too, uh, Weave Dance Theatre, and I think you've worked with Raucous as well. Yes, I've worked with Raucous as well, and such a joy. Well, because they're they're inclusive ensembles, aren't they? Yes, that's correct. How much had the attitudes towards uh, disability and dance and your body changed since giving up ballet as a child and coming back? I think we're we're beginning to see more inclusive companies and and people and choreographers who are interested in exploring new pathways. Um, Like, for example... Having having a, a wheelchair user as a dancer coming in, and and they have a whole movement vocabulary that choreographers and dancers haven't accessed before, and so by observation, um, they think, okay, well, how can I translate that into my body? And alternatively, we as disabled dancers get to come in and and adapt movement to our body. And and there seems to be more of a movement about that, that you don't have to get it perfectly right according to technique, but it's perfectly right for your body. So, yeah, I think things are beginning to change. We need more change. Like, for example, I, growing up, I never saw a short-statured dancer um, being a professional dancer, all I ever saw was Oompa Loompas and and Munchkins. So, yeah, I've I've seen some other beautiful short statured dancers. Great shout out to Emma J Hawkins, um, who was one of my inspirations in a good sense of the word um, to get out there and and do it. So, yeah. Arthur in Sydney has texted in, I'm an experienced tango dancer and when I was in Melbourne last year there was a young lady there with one leg on crutches at a tango party. I took her out onto the floor and we had a fantastic time dancing tango. She says she does mainly break dance and wanted to try something new. I was honoured she danced with me and I admired her incredible confidence. I was reminded when we were speaking, Lisa, about um, I took my uh, children, one of whom has Down syndrome, to an inclusive dance piece uh, last year where there was a dance with Down syndrome, uh, dance with dwarfism, dances with various other body shapes and sizes and abilities. And my children's eyes were just glued to the stage for the whole time. I, mm. I think it had a really big impact on my son with Down syndrome in particular. You've said it took you a really long time to be able to feel that you could call yourself a dancer. What was the turning point for you? What was the turning point? Goodness me. It's hard. It, it was more of an internal turning point that it's it's like well if I don't see myself as a dancer how is anybody else out there going to see me as a dancer and again through Bhutto and finding my own natural movement and feeling the beauty of that and I think that that was the point that 
just feeling the beauty of being able to move and and dance was I think the the turning point and I think once I started accepting my own innate quirky interesting movements and loving it that was the that was really the point where I called myself a dancer I wish you could see the look on Lisa Proud's face when she talks about dance because it's beautiful. It's this serene, calm, joyous facial expression. And I can't help but move move my hands and my body along well, with you're it. In good company here. <laughs> We're talking with our hands here. But a lot of people with disabilities sometimes talk about the pressure of being visible. How do you navigate that when you're on the stage being visible, you know, very visible, but there's also sometimes a context of um, people feeling like they need to represent people with disability. What's yeah. that like for you? Um, on the stage, that's... I've, I've said that it's, it's my place where I get to control what people see. So for 45 minutes of my show, I am on stage and I am allowing you to look. I am inviting the audience to look and I'm challenging myself to even show movements that are quite quirky and that I would normally be ashamed of and going okay I'm going to show you this um the lights will go out and the show will finish and I'll get changed and go out into the street and I'm still kind of on a stage and because my body is different, people look, and I have no control over that. Um, do I feel as though I'm representing other people who are short-statured or, or people with disabilities? No, I don't know. I'm just me. And everybody has their own experience, you know. Like, you have completely different experiences to me. I, I have different experiences to you. Your son has different experiences. So I can't, like, represent your son because he has his own experiences. So, yeah, it, like I say, I think the stage is my place and I get to con control it in a way. And I feel safe on the stage I feel really, really safe. Like I get nervous before a show, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Um, but then that first tone of the music starts and I take a deep breath and it feels like you've got this. I was really interested in the title of your show, Lisa, I am in brackets, not this body. Why is that? Do you want to tell us why you made that choice? Why I made the choice of the brackets. Yeah. It was, it was really funny. Um, putting this show together, I realised that I am very much this body. I mean, of course, me, in, internal me, you know, I'm as we all are, are beyond these bodies. We are more than these bodies. But I think the knot in brackets is kind of like an indication of acceptance. Well, I, I am and this is it and let's just celebrate it. And there's nuance, isn't there? There's always going yeah. to be a bit of back and forth about how we think about things. Yeah, it changes daily. Um, 
everybody has good days, great days where they think, yeah, I'm I'm looking pretty hot today. <laughs> yeah. And then other days where you get up and you look at yourself in the mirror, especially in the ageing menopausal body, and mm-hmm. you go, oh, my gosh, <laughs> what's going on here? I've got a good face for radio today. <laughs> That's what I was thinking as I got here, as I was travelling in here and taking a selfie. I go, oh, my God. You know what? I find it's best not to put my glasses on before I go into the bathroom of a morning. Yeah. But as soon as I get on my bike to ride to work, I'm fine because I'm in my body then and, and my body feels great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I really enjoyed about the time when I was running. And I'd go out first thing and do my, my run and and was feeling so great in my body. I didn't care what I looked like. It was like, I look good. <laughs> Well, and on that, Lisa Proud, you you had some casts of your body made as yes. part of this new show at yeah. Arts House in yeah. Melbourne. Yeah, what was that like seeing these three D images of you? It was confronting. It was very, very confronting, and I knew it would be, um, because I had I've never seen a mannequin that looks like me. I've never seen a statue that looks like me, and so getting these casts made, it was like me so it was like oh okay and the three leases and I are getting to know each other and and I'm I'm really embracing them now but yeah it's it's still a process you know like like life I guess it's it's still a process of confronting yourself all the time I mean you look different in the mirror and you look different in selfies because you're always trying to present your best self. But in these, my naked body, my I've had four children, so, you know, the overhang and everything like that. Yep. It's like, mm-hmm, that's me. Yep. Well, so, Lisa, this is a solo show apart from the other Lisas who will be on the stage yes. with you. How does that compare to working with a group? Oh, goodness me. Um, Well, I kind of feel like I'm working with a group anyway because I'm surrounded by um, Loom Arts and Management and my sound designer and my lighting designer and everybody there. And so it feels like, yes, we're all in this together. But, yeah, I'm on the show. I'm on the stage there by myself. But I tend to like be in that world when when I'm on the stage. The opposite of that is working with an ensemble. You you lean into each other's energy. You catch each other's energy and yeah, it's it's electric. It's fun. Um, I love working in ensembles because um, they they the other team members give you an offer and you can catch that and and it's it's so fun. I'm I'm working with some great ensembles over in Europe and we have such a great time. I love it. So yeah, this has been a challenge but also it's it's been a really good challenge. I've learned a lot about myself. Lisa Proud, thanks so much for sharing a bit about that today with us on Life Matters. You're welcome. Thank you. Lisa will be bringing her own electricity to her solo show as a dancer and performer. The show's called I Am, in brackets, Not This Body. It will be on from October the 11th at Arts House in Melbourne. 
ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. 